Have you been enjoying the adventures of our characters in Rumble Squad and serviceable plots? Or getting to the nitty gritty rules for the 5th edition? Support us on Patreon. This is Tony, Dungeon Master for D&D Raw. And by contributing as little as $1 per month, you'll get to hear exclusive content and updates before anyone else. Our higher level patrons get access to DM's notes, outtakes from our episodes, and even the chance to add an item or NPC to a D&D Raw episode. Yes, you can hear our silly, out-of-character shenanigans, and even cause some of your own by influencing the story. Our producer-tier patrons listen to our audio before anyone else to give feedback and shape the final episode. And we want to give a special thanks to our producer-tier patron, Johnny Torres, for serving as a producer on this episode. We also want to thank our adventurer-tier and above patrons for their support this month. So thank you, Feral Joe, Grimfuse, a Linux fan, Mosiru, Matt Fry, Mike C., Ryan Glasgow, and Shosuro Ajo. To join this list of outstanding people, go to patreon.com slash dndraw. By joining our patrons, you enable us to dedicate more time to creating episodes. And if you're not able to support D&D Raw on Patreon, we would love it if you leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you. Next week, we'll have Serviceable Plots, Episode 36. Join us now for Rumble Squad, Episode 29. Make some tiny bunny barding. With me today are the following players. Hi, I'm Chris, and I will be playing Oric Fireforge, the Hill Dwarf Forge Cleric. Hi, I'm Nick, and I will be playing Leuven Cromdell, the half-elf alchemist artificer. Hey, I'm Rachel, and I will be playing Elaine Fox, the human druid barbarian. Last time, Rumble Squad left the ruins of Neverhelm and returned to the surface so that they could then speak to the Lady of Spirits. After a game of two truths and a lie, the party learned a little about the guardian of these northern lands, and were granted permission to rest here for the evening. In the morning, the Shadarkai Talori escorted the party off of the lands of the Lady of Spirits and stopped at the edge of the lands of the Ancestral Heart. They began their journey west from here, and narrowly avoided an orc hunting party as they began to traverse this dangerous realm. So, before we jump in, uh, a couple of notations of things that either Boulders told you or the various Guardians have in some way, shape, or form. You don't know how big the Ancestral Heart's territory is. Vashti's was described as being a smaller territory, and it took a day to travel across her lands, from one point to the other. You are going into this unknown of how long this journey is going to take, necessarily, but you will be able to tell the difference when you've left the Ancestral Heart's lands, as his uh, lands in general seem to be more sparse on vegetation and animals than any of the previous lands you've been in. You were also told by Boulder that if a guardian is on their lands, most likely they are aware of anybody going on their lands. And Boulder said it was more just an awareness of people being on the land. So there might not be specific, like, pinpoint accuracy of knowledge that is what you are aware of as far as the lands go and uh, you do know the ancestral heart is apparently the war chief of the nightmare skull clan and may or may not be working with the champion but you do know that he is working with the fortune board the hobgoblin leader the ancestral heart is the ancestral heart is because you noticed both orcs and hobgoblins at different points helped to protect rydot and rydot's definitely was working with the Ancestral Heart. 
Because the orcs told you they were told to protect him. So we're almost definitely walking in enemy territory. Oh, we are so in enemy territory. You are aware from your conversation with Glasha that orcs seem to value strength, combat prowess, as a general reminder. Take that as you will. They do not seem like completely bloodthirsty and wanting to kill every single thing that comes along their way. However, they are very much up for a fight at all times. <laughs> Demean is still with you. I know we were going to travel a little bit further, about 20 minutes maybe before these shapes were going to end. In my spider shape, I would have like kind of scuttled up to the group and done two little spider paws like at the group. And then like two little spider paws, like pointing at all of my eyes and then make little like scuttle motions. Can I try to insight this? If you're studying this, Demi's just going to go, you're free to scout ahead of us if you want. Salute. I kind of want to do two things that I'm looking for specifically. One is obviously keeping a lookout for any orc groups patrolling or any sort of danger kind of like that. The other would be starting to scout ahead to look for any place that might be good to camp in. Okay. What are the rest of you doing? I'd be trying to keep an eye out for any more orc raiding parties and whatnot, keeping a general eye out for danger. Leuven doesn't have anything he needs to do. So, perception checks from Elaine and Orc. 18 total. I got a five. Orc, you're so focused on keeping your armor from making too much noise, you're not super aware of the things around you. But you you are very quiet, so doing a good job there. Elaine, meanwhile, uh, you scuttle ahead of the rest of the group. Do you climb trees at any point? Yeah, I would scuttle up every, you know, 20, 30 feet, whatever, to try to get a better vantage point. So climbing up, you notice, again, the foliage here is pretty sparse in general, especially considering the Rigorum has had very, very thick amount of brush and trees and all of that. So like every 20 to 30 feet or so, that is when there is another tree that you can easily scuttle up along your path. Looking around, just observing the general area as you are getting this better vantage point, you do hear bits of commotion. So you have a couple that's a little bit off to your right, to the north. A few things that seem to be off to the south. They're a bit scattered. They're far away. It's more you're telling from from the general sound and uh, noticing like bits of brush that's off in the distance that parts, but it doesn't seem like it's near you right now. Nothing uh, along your path. After a while, before the end of your spire transformation, go ahead and roll a survival check for me. Twelve. With your perception and with the survival check combined, you do notice there seems to be a few tracks that slow and seem to be leading off a distance as you're studying them and your no knowledge of animals. These could be tracks that like are leading towards a small den or a cave. So there might be a cave nearby, but it, w- it looks like it might take a little while for you to get there. Okay, that was that was my main plan. And then you know, scuttle back to the group. The group had been following you. So eventually you will revert back to your normal Elaine human body. I haven't seen any more groups of orcs or anything, you know, rushing around. Did see some tracks that could lead to a possible den, but it's a little ways off. It might be a place to stay. It seems like we may be marching for a while anyways. It's probably best to find somewhere to put up for the night. Do you think we'll reach it in time? I'm sure we could force ourselves to if need be. Yeah, it's going to be, I would guess, maybe an hour. Two hours if we go really slow. Let's follow these tracks. I think if we can find somewhere to put up for the night, it would be best. 
As long as it doesn't create a disturbance that attracts trouble, I'm all for it. Now, if other animals are using it, well, I'm sure you can convince them to let us stay for a night. So you guys continue to proceed along. Elaine, your survival check was good enough to continue following the, the tracks. And after about an hour or so, considering you guys are being cautious while traveling, you do see a, a small rise in a hill and a fairly small cave. So I would kind of pause, I guess, like slow the group. Can I hear any animals? Right now, no. I'm going to look at the group. If you can give me 10 minutes, I can do something similar to speak with the animals, and then I can try to talk to them. Very well. Uh, we can stand out here and make sure that nothing tries to come in or out. Good luck, Animal Whisperer. All right, so I guess I'll spend 10 minutes ritually casting Speak with Animals. And you have that prepared, correct? Yep. So while you are basically uh, taking up post and gathering the various focus and herbs and everything that you need to cast this spell as a ritual, Demean is going to just keep his bow, like an arrow knocked in his bow, but he's just taking up watch. We're probably kind of just flanking different sides around a, a semicircle just to capture the 360. Leuven, Auric, perception checks, please. 18. I got a natural 20 for a total of 23. One thing you do here, as you're just perceiving around, is the distinct lack of noise in the general vicinity. Uh, something that, for as long as you've been traveling in the Groem, is a weird thing. Um, you're used to lots of little critters running along branches and flying through the air and all that. Not hearing a lot of that. You do hear, though... Maybe a little bit of sound of something in the cave. Eventually, uh, Elaine, you release your spell, and you are able to speak with animals and fully communicate with them. You guys just wait here a minute, and I'm going to kind of scuttle forward quietly on my belly and get closer to the cave, see if I can hear any anything talking or anything. Getting a little bit closer as you move your head closer to the entranceway, you kind of hear a little bit like, Hi, no, can't find us. Hi, Deeper. It's not leaving. It's still there. It's big. I'm just staring into a dark hole. <laughs> well, because you can't really see much inside. You can see the initial entranceway, but that's about it. Okay, I'm just going to quietly, you know, cut my hands around my mouth. And then I will just say quietly, we don't want to harm you. We are looking for a safe place to stay for the evening. I can offer you food. Uh, the rest of you all here from Elaine's mouth. I'm never going to get used to that, Auric. Hi, druids. They're an odd folk. Elaine, roll animal handling. It's an 11. Get food? I will reach into my pocket, because I still have two good berries. I'm going to take one out and, like, flick it into the cave. You can just see it's still kind of on the edge of the light. And, Elaine, because you're this close, you kind of hear, like, little thump, 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 thump. And you see, like, dark brownish gray fur, big ears... Reach down and kind of snag the little berry and just look up at you and it's a little rabbit. You're big. You have food? Yes. I can get more food. You can stay. Safe. Safe. Yes. We won't harm you. We, we just were looking for somewhere to hide for the night. Eats a little bit more food. We'll protect you if something comes. Okay. Safe. Safe. And it'll kind of like hop towards you and like smell towards you a little bit. Okay. And then hop back into the cave. Scuttle back to the group. It's a bunch of rabbits and they're... Obviously skittish, but 
they said, you know, they're not going to run from us or anything. And I'm going to drop my voice very, very quiet. I don't think they're going to attack us either. I mean, I know you guys are worried, but I did offer that I would give them some food. So I'll just get some good berries and share. It's going to be cramped. I'm sorry. We're going to get really, really cozy tonight. It's like camping. It's like camping with only one dwarf-sized tent, Leuven. Eh, you're used to it. I don't see the problem. It's kind of afternoon, evening-ish now, or... It's evening, the sun's going down by this point. Alright, I will go ahead, before we go in, I will quickly cast good berry, and then I have ten berries, so I will distribute one each to two the party first, before we go into the cave. So I have six more... Does this cave, like, open up into a larger area where we're all able to kind of sit around, or are we just in a tunnel? The entranceway is small. It actually is, a like, a small cave. Doesn't matter too much who's going in first and who will come out last, but I'm assuming Elaine would anyways just to be able to give the bunnies food. So, Elaine going in, um, it's dark, but as you guys are kind of feeling around and get a sense for it, it does open up a bit, and it seems, uh, Elaine, that you notice there's a, a smaller tunnel, maybe dug a little bit by the bunnies where they're kind of holed up in when you initially come in and you're able to kind of deposit food there and you see uh, a small family of bunnies. I will put the remaining six good berries like in front of that little hole for them. You'll see them kind of come up to the edge of the hole, chow down, the rest of you come in. It's a small space. Before I enter, uh, can I drop an alarm spell with the uh, mental ring instead of the audible uh, just kind of outside the cave so that if something's approaching, we get a little advanced warning. So the area is going to be the area just outside the entrance. Yeah, I'll place it maybe five, ten feet-ish outside the entrance, as long as I'm still in range going in. That's no problem. So while the rest of you are going in, Leuven is finishing up his spell. I would, if there is a way to be closer to the little bunny tunnel, I would try to put myself closest to there. And then, you know, maybe just like lay, like looking into the little bunny tunnel and try to pet him. You rolled a good enough animal handling and you're feeding them that initially like, eh. Oh, okay, that's nice. Scratch right, yeah, behind the ears. Just to let them know that we're not, you know, we are are definitely just crashing for the night, <laughs> and then we'll be on our way. <laughs> you are able to spend some time with the bunnies and enjoy some cute cuddly time. You guys wake up and there's just bunnies all over Elaine, and I'm like, yes! Well, so before I go to bed, I would uh, do my nightly prayers to Yadamine. Anything specific? Just to, to watch over us and help grant us safe passage through these lands so that we can uh, get to the champion's lands. So, Domain, uh, Master Domain, was it? Um, we haven't really heard much about you. He's like about two inches from you. I suppose not. Oh, are you one of those private people? And I do that with air quotes. Wait, the last private person I met had some kind of like old, super powerful archfey that uh, is, is ruthless. You, you don't, you, no one's after you, right? Are you comparing me to Vashti? Maybe. I mean, we both like our alone time away from people. I'm not a fan of people, normally. I like doing jobs, and I like doing good for people. But people are messy and complicated. Huh. Huh. Well, is there anything you're comfortable with sharing, then? I have been working for the Staff Federation for the better part of ten years. What um, made you want to join up? It's a big commitment. I don't like unnatural things, and they help stop unnatural things. A natural pairing. Was that a bad joke? I mean, a joke? Probably. Okay. 
Is there just awkward silence after that? So all of you can like clearly hear this conversation because you guys are sleeping inches from each other. Lumen feels self-satisfied. Like he, he, he got something out of him. It's good. Good first step. Yeah. Uh, anything else for the evening for anybody? I want to do the like quiet my mind and see if I can hear anything, but I'm not reaching out. Like I'm not trying to reach the ancestral heart. Just maybe trying to see if I can hear or sense him or his presence. So go ahead and roll a wisdom check for me. A 17. You have come accustomed to this concept that the lingering spirits of your family, your ancestors, something innate deep within you, seem to surround and protect you. On Boulder's land, you had a sense for this. It seemed uh, focused and friendly and calm and protective. On the land of the Lady of Spirits, it was watchful and cautious. There is a creeping sensation of an emptiness here around you. You still sense that there there are like, oh, the spirits of those who have come before that were once here, but it seems distant and consolidated. But you do get a sense of pull or strength somewhere off in the distance. And whatever it is, it feels like a, a strong collection of this. It's a brief moment you feel a tug towards it. Yeah, definitely not opening up to that nonsense yet. You all will get a long rest. However, Leuven, a couple of points during the night, ding, 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 in your head. Well, since I came in last, I'm probably closest to the entrance, so I'm able to kind of just, uh, and peek out. You're starting to look, it's dark outside, there's a few small pinpoints of light from the stars, and then there's just a snout right by the entranceway, and it's, and you see, like, teeth and a snout and fangs, and just, just turns and moves on. The snout filled the entranceway, almost. Have I seen something similar before? Yep. Like a ward, maybe? Yep. I sigh heavily and go back to laying down. And then it sounds like it happens again later in the night. Same thing. Similar large creatures. Um, Not necessarily always a ward. Once or twice, you're pretty sure it's a bear. Oh, okay. So just various predators. You wake up a couple of times. Fortunately, not enough that your long rest is completely broken. Okay. You guys wake up. Leuven looks okay. He might be a little disheveled considering how often he woke up during the night. Uh, but overall, all of you probably are a little uh, scraggly looking. Hey, good morning. So just so you know, there's tons of predators in the area, and they came up to here several times during the night. There were wargs, a bear, and at one point a panther. Uh, hope you slept well. Okay. I would like to do something then before we leave out of the cave. Do you want me to kind of scout out and around a bit first? Yeah, that'd be good. Thanks. Orc, opposed to staying in here a little bit longer? I, I can stay and protect the wee bunnies. A soft spot for the for the rabbits there? Hey, they're, they're tiny. I like them. I have a question for the DM. I want to make some tiny bunny barding just to protect them from panther teeth. Okay. So I will be scouting. I am going to... You know, get cozy with my friends as I wiggle up to the doorway, and then I'm actually going to change into a giant badger. Are you doing it just inside? Yeah, just inside. And then go, you know, kind of charging out through the door. Keen smell, so I have advantage on perception checks that rely on smell. He said that there were many predators, so I'm obviously sniffing for predators of sorts to see if anything's very fresh and keeping an eye out. And then if I spot anything, I'm burrowing down, because <laughs> I can burrow ten feet down. I'm assuming you're stealthing. Yeah, I'm going to stealth out. 
So that is a combination of checks for you. That is a stealth check. 13 for my stealth. Elaine's fairly quiet as she's scampering out of the cave and going outside. Perception check. 22. Real quick before I resolve that, as Auric is channeling divinity and seems to be focusing on all of the bunnies. Luvin, are you doing anything over the course of this hour? I would try to help in what ways I can. I know I can't help with the crafting because that's channel divinity, but maybe I could try again with keeping the bunnies calm while they're being equipped. Each of you roll an animal handling for me. I got a 13. I'll help try and show them how to don their bunny armor. Eight. Between the two of you, you're kind of able to corral the bunnies a little bit and calm them and like carefully put one on. Bunnies have armor. Yes. Bunny parting. They look adorably fierce. Or fiercely adorable. One or the other. <laughs> Elaine, you definitely catch animal sense. The most recent one was still a few hours ago. So nothing within the past hour that you can tell. Do I get any slight hints of orcs at all? Or is it just beasts? Beasts. When I get back and shift back into my normal awesome Elaine self. I'll just tell it seems to be clear most of the animals that visited are probably hunters of the night, so we chance running into them, but they long since gone. The last one was here about two hours. Leuven, does that seem about accurate with your... Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they're laying in ambush or anything, so I'm ready to continue on. Maybe we can get out of the this zone today. I don't know if it's worth mentioning, but I did try to sense the ancestral heart. Is that not dangerous? I didn't reach out to him. I just tried to get an idea. I do believe he might be on his lands. So he probably is aware of our presence, but I don't know if he knows exactly where we are. Might be best to move quickly today. Uh, Do you know which direction he's in so we can make sure not to go that way? kind of in the direction we're heading. I don't know if I could get a better track on him without going hi, we're just passing through, don't mind us. I'm, I'm not thinking that's a good idea. Yet. I probably not. We could change our direction slightly, still head west, but maybe a little more northwest or southwest. I know it's not a guarantee, but it increases our odds, right? It is. If we think that we can actually get out of this place today, then I think we should try and push it. Time is of the essence. I, it's probably worth trying to push. I'm all right. That does mean, though, we can't be quiet. That's my worry. We can move at our normal pace and just be aware. If we need to go quiet, we can always slow our pace. But if we go quickly, we are making noise. It's all dependent on how quickly we want to get through. I agree. Normal pace will have to do. I have nothing else. I don't know if you guys do. No, I think I'm set. I think I've taught the buns anything that they they would need to know on how to don their barding. You want to talk to them, Elaine? Make sure they're comfortable? I can passively, like, hear them, right? Yeah. Basically, you get the sense of, feels weird, but strong. Look! One jumps up and down a little bit, not as high as it seems to expect, but it's, like, hard. (laughs) I'm just so confused. I would kind of lean down to the bunnies and quietly... I know he put armor on you. Armor. Don't let it go to your head. It won't protect you against everything. It'll help. Strong. Safer. Just be safe. They like scratch at the armor a little bit and there's less pain. 
I'll return, like, scratch one of them, like, on the head. Okay, so I guess we are ready to go. I'm going to shuffle out of the cave while they're still kind of climbing out. Just kind of sit and quietly try to reach out and see if I can sense the ancestral heart again. Make another wisdom check. 13. Kind of a similar sensation to last night. It's hard to tell if it's towards the west or southwest or northwest, but big wall of just sensation somewhere in front of you. Okay, let everybody know. So I'm still picking up in the same general west direction for now. I'll try again after we've made some progress on the day. Proceeding along. What are you guys doing? Perception. So hard. Yeah, all the way. All right. Everyone make a perception check for me. 17. I got a 7. I got a 19. So for the most part today, it's actually a pretty nice day out. You, again, don't really notice any creatures, any smaller things around. As you guys are traveling along, though, Elaine and Leuven, you notice this first, but you hear, like, heavy whacking sounds off to the northwestish. Hey, what's that? You hear what sounds like a cracking, maybe, of a splintering of wood. Elaine, you rolled high enough. Maybe someone's trying to fell a tree. But whatever it is, it sounds like it's a blunt instrument, not a sharp instrument. It sounds like somebody trying to knock down a tree, perhaps. I don't know that it's somebody we want to encounter, though. So maybe southwest is good, yeah? Yeah. Do we wish to try and sneak around it? We can. I can always use my spell if need be. But remember, twice a day. I think maybe hold off. I'm assuming it's a pretty regular, like, thunk. You hear, like, thunk, 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 thunk. So I think not using the spell yet, maybe we should just move slower and quieter. They seem preoccupied. If the sounds change, then I think we should definitely stealth. But we might be able to just change our course a bit and hopefully not draw attention. I I guess I'm all right with proceeding ahead and just being aware of the cadence all right, so you want to proceed a little bit more to our left, kind of a little farther south and circle around them? Yep. I basically start south until the sound is just barely audible and then head back west. Okay, so you proceed south for a ways until it kind of sounds like a bit of a distant echoing sound through the woods. Then you start to veer back towards the west. Perception checks again for me. 16. 8. 12. Auric, you catch the sound of something moving through the brush. It sounds like it's coming from the southeast and moving northward. Where you guys are at now, the chopping sounds are somewhere to the northwest going to the north. It sounds like this is passing kind of behind you guys, but not by much. Okay. I want to relay that to the party and say maybe we should pick up the pace, see if we can shake whatever it is. It may be heading towards the chopping, but can't be certain. This might be a time to hide. Do we want to hide or do we want to move fast? We should hide. I don't think we can outrun this. Uh, yeah, I think hiding might be better. He releases Pass Without a Trace. Everyone roll a stealth check for me. 20. 30. It's a 12. You're definitely much more aware of your surroundings and less on how quiet you're being. It's a trade-off for Auric. Either the superior dwarven hearing or the armor. Ka-chunk, ka-chunk. However, overall, you are all fairly quiet as you kind of duck and, I'm assuming, scoot a little bit away from the direct path that this thing seems to be making? Yes. Are you going to continue moving, or are you just hunger down until you see what happens? I would vote to move, keep moving. If I see anyone continuing to move, I will follow suit. 
I mean, I'll, I'll continue to move and then just keeping an ear out to see if it's getting closer to us or if it looks like it's heading more towards the chopping sounds. You guys continue to move at a slower pace. Or you hear this thing. It still seems to be like kind of coming up from the your left and behind you and doesn't seem to be getting closer to you specifically. As you continue to proceed ahead, it sounds like it's still just moving northward. So it's not intersecting with you guys. For the next hour, you guys are continuing along. I would like another perception check from all of you. 15. 3. 16. As you guys are proceeding, that chopping sound in the distance seems to maintain like it wherever it was. It seems like you guys are moving past it. As you are proceeding, though, you do hear some sounds coming from your left, the south again, a little bit. Doesn't seem like it's moving quickly, but it seems like a lot. Do we want to keep proceeding, and if it gets any closer, then we can see about hiding again? I think just keep going quietly. Yeah. You guys continue to move, being extra cautious at first, but then the muffled footsteps and shadows start to dissipate. It doesn't sound like it's getting closer. You hear what might be voices, but it's really hard to tell because they do seem like a little distance away. A quick question. So we definitely hear it. It's at a distance. Yes. All right. As we are starting to break out of the past without a trace spell, I think we should move quieter for maybe another hour or so and then pick up the pace again. Just because if they're that loud, that far away, the likeliness of them would be slim that they would hear us over the racket they're making. Are you guys... In agreement? Aye, that works for me. Sure, about an hour of quietness makes sense, just to be safe. Sounds good to me. I would rather avoid them as much as possible. I think once we get some distance, their echoing sounds will hopefully be hidden a bit. Then, continuing on. Make me one more stealth check without the plus ten this time. Nine. Five. Twenty-two? Demean and uh, Elaine are very stealthy. Oric and Luvin, not so much. The armor's getting caught and stuff like that. You don't notice any change in sounds around you though so it seems you may have been far enough away to be okay and elaine and demean seem like they might be picking up some of the slack of the stealth <laughs> like trying to snap off branches quietly so they won't get snagged and yes you see by the way demean the entire time you've been traveling has had an arrow knocked in his bow there hasn't been a moment that he hasn't been ready to pull and fire before we resume our normal pace, I'm going to pause and see if I can get a read now that we've traveled, you know, half a day and see if if we need to adjust course. Make a wisdom check. Eleven. You reach out, but there's almost a pull that you sense. Nothing specific, just somewhere again westward. And you quickly pull back before you accidentally opened yourself up too much and revealed where you are to the ancestral heart. Yeah. <sighs> Still westward. Can't get any clearer read so eventually we may run into him i got nothing well all the more reason to maybe ration that last stealth spell i we should hold on to it until we really need it before it gets too much later in the day it might be worth me using my last b-shape to try to find another place to hole up for the night maybe we spend another hour or two traveling and then start looking after that i demean looks around cautiously and nervously and just says i guess let's go normal pace so you guys continue to proceed through and as you are walking make one more perception check for me 15 18 16 so you guys do catch there are sounds of motion or movement nothing proceeding towards you but generally off to the north and to the south after about an hour and a half or so you notice 
a larger clearing ahead of you. Overall, the lands have had uh, thinner patches of trees, but one thing that immediately catches your attention is dozens of small thatched cottages. It looks like it might be an actual community ahead of you. Do the, the doorways on them look like they would be large enough to accommodate an orc without any issue? You'll have to get closer to determine that. We're going to need to circle around that. I. Uh, it's probably best to avoid it if we can. I vote we go north around it, between it and the tree chopping. The tree chopping's a ways behind you now, but there is still sounds of motion through brush to your north and your south. You do hear a couple of what sounds like big, deep voices off to the south, but not in a language any of you know. Yeah, I think you're right. Let's let's go ahead and circle kind of north around it, because if we st- if we stand here too long, we might get flanked. Yeah. Hey. So you guys are heading northward. Yes. One thing you notice as you're heading north, you see like to the northern end of this town, encampment, settlement, whatever you want to call it, there seems to be a large field of crops and a much larger building there. What do we know about the culture of orcs? Are they known to be farmers? You know they seem to respect those with combat prowess. Beyond that, you don't really know much about Rigorum orcs. Most other orcs are barbaric and savage. Okay. Not prone to uh, agriculture. No, they are hunters and gatherers. And while you have seen the hunting part of these orcs, you've never seen or heard of orc encampments that would focus on, like, agriculture necessarily. Do we see livestock areas as well? Uh, make another perception check. 16. 9. 13. Elaine, yeah, you do see kind of what looks like a pen off in the distance that seems to be keeping creatures of some sort. It's hard to tell again from distance because you guys are making a point of avoiding being seen. Mm -hmm. I will also say, Elaine, you notice sounds also of movement coming from the east. So from like behind us? There now seems to be sounds of motion coming from all directions. Does it sound towards us though, or...? It sounds like it's moving closer to you. Nothing hurried, by the way. Elaine, we may need a distraction. What about distraction sheep? I may have already been thinking of that. (laughs) I will stay here. I will stealth. You guys continue on. I will transform into my cat shape, grab the wool in my mouth, and just charge, releasing sheep along the way, and then catch up to you. Do you need to transform? Just in case we still need it. I'd rather them not see me. Whatever we do, we should just do it quickly. I like the cat thing. I'm, I'm all for it. All right, so I will stay here. You guys, with Demean, continue on. I'll, I'll wait for you guys to just start on your way, and then I will be shaped into tiny cat. You'll put your bag on the ground? I'm going to take the bag, basically open the drawstring, dump out the wool without touching it onto the ground. Roll a d20. 10. Okay, falls onto the ground. Okay. And then once they're about like 15, 20 feet away, like they're definitely heading in a direction. And then I will grab the wool in my mouth and just charging straight into town, leaving a wave of sheep behind me. (laughs) So as you grab the wool, sheep start just popping up all around you to the point where you immediately realize you are about to be closed in if you don't run. And I'm basically you know, dashing my speed in a line towards the pens that had maybe some animals. So you are heading straight towards the town. What are the rest of you doing? I think I would be 
trying to go with the plan of circling to the north. Yeah, that's what we're doing, for sure. Okay. Elaine, so you are bolting towards the pens. You are now noticing, yeah, there's a lot of orcs here. They are all large orcs, heavily armored, and are walking around up until the sheep start appearing very nonchalantly. You notice a few hobgoblins as well moving about, but they seem to be clustered in groups. There are primarily orcs. One thing you also notice, you hear smaller orcish voices, orc children that seem to be playing in the fields. Just so you know. Okay. So you are running straight forward, bobbing and weaving. Go ahead and make a dexterity. Total is an eight. Okay. So you are bobbing and weaving and moving. You are a quick little cat. Almost got hit by a sheep leg as it suddenly appeared in front of you, but you're still getting through. I want to start heading north back out of town. Sheep continues to appear as you dart northward. You hear lots of, like, confused sounds, but you can't really make out specific words. However, at one point, a spear sinks into the ground in front of you. Okay, so where I'm at in town right now, what's right around me? Crops. Um, You are noticing several orcs are, like, staring very confused as the sheep. There are one or two orcs that seem to be, like, moving in the general direction of the front line of the sheep. Sheep are still appearing around you, by the way. If I notice them kind of moving towards where the quote-unquote moving source of sheep seems to be, I want to stop, and I want to double back through the line of sheep that appeared in my way, making more sheep. Make a stealth check, because you may be able to hide in the sheep. I have a five total. (laughs) So you are bobbing and weaving when... As you're kind of running through, you notice one of the legs in front of you is not a sheep leg. It's a much bigger orc leg. Is the orc wearing boots? Yes. Can I try to stuff the wool in the boots? Roll flat decks. 13 total. You go and smash both your face into the wool and into his leg, but doesn't stuff it in his boot. As you let go, it just rolls and onto the ground. Roll strength or decks. As a cat? Yes, because this orc is reaching down to grab you. 17 total. You are scruffed and picked up into the air. And the orc woman who has grabbed you looks familiar. (gasps) And you hear whisper, Why come out and get this thing? I don't know why she told me to. Starts to keep you scruffed and is like just walking with you deeper into town. And she also looks down and sees the wool, too, because you tried to stuff it in her boots and pick it up. More, It's like, uh, 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 tosses it, like, to the side, and it lands in the dirt. Just looks at cat you, keeps you kind of at arm's length, but is now, like, still walking towards the camp. And you uh, hear orcish a couple of words from her really quickly as she's talking to some of the other orcs around. I'm not fighting it, by the way. So this all lasted, like, maybe a minute or two, by the way, guys. What are the rest of you doing as you are now north of town, and Elaine has not caught up to you, and it's clear enough that the line of sheep has not continued. The wool is not in physical contact with someone anymore, but there are a lot of sheep on the edge of town. Were we able to see any of this happening? Roll perceptions. I got a 13. 12. Luvin, there's a lot of commotion over by the sheep. Auric... One of the orcs bent down and picked something up. Oh no, I think it didn't go as planned. Auric, what did you see? I think she may have been captured. Is she still a cat? Well, judging by the fact that there's not weapons flying about and stabbing here and there, I'm going to guess yes. I saw one of the orcs pick something up. It could have been her. 
She might still be able to get out of this as long as she stays as a cat. Let's maybe watch, see what happens. Last resort, we go in because that's not going to end well. Maybe skirt around the buildings, try and use them as cover. Well, I wonder if we should try and retrieve the wool. Can still be used as a diversion. Say so I won't see it? Well, I can see where it stopped. So I'm guessing it's probably in that general area. At one point, you notice a few more sheep just suddenly pop up. Not near the orc that just picked something up, though. <laughs> okay, over there. So what's first? Looks like the orcs are interested in the wool right now. All right, step one, find a lane. Step two, get the wool if we can. Agreed? Aye. Well, then let's keep track of that orc you saw. Which way did they go? Uh, they went that way, I will point. All right, let's circle around. I would like stealth checks from both of you. Nine. Fifteen somehow. Overall, pretty quiet, but you are circling away from the uh, congregation of orcs and sheep and trying to keep an eye on this other orc that's holding a cat. Elaine, Glasha has scruffed you and is walking through this town with you. Anything specific you would like to be doing in your cat form? Can I tell, like, what her mood is? Roll insight. Eighteen. She looks mostly confused. I, I would give out, like, a little meow. Looks at you and is like, I, I don't know why she wants... Hold up my little paws, like a stop motion. Meow. Doesn't stop, but slows down, and her eyes narrow. I would give a chirp sound, you know, like... And so we're walking towards, like, a building. You're walking towards uh, what seems to be one of the larger buildings. It's a thatched cottage. It's, uh, you notice everything seems, like, overall well-kept. And the people that are moving through are looking confused, but they don't look like they're ready to go kill something. Are any of them really looking at us, or are they looking more to the sheep? Oh, there's plenty of people looking towards you, because there is an orc holding a cat. I would give Puss in Boots eyes... And then do, like, a, a little purr. Roll persuasion. Uh, 17. She hasn't stopped walking, and she's looking at you. Her eyes are narrowed. And there's a brief moment you see her kind of, like, look around at her fellow orcs. And then with her other hand, she scratches under your chin. I let out, like, a big purr. I want to try to do, like, a little, like, lick at her hand. Instinctually, she, like, pulls her hand away like she thinks you're going to bite her. But then she's just like, puts her hand again towards you. How close are we to the big building? I mean, you're you're getting pretty close. So lick her hand a little bit and then do like a tugging motion. Not like I'm trying to get away. Like a, hey, I want to show you something. Roll another persuasion check. Three. We will resolve that in a moment. Auric, Leuven, what are you guys doing? Do we see Elaine at this point? Or the cat that we assume is Elaine? Make perception checks. Five. 20 total. Orc, you've lost all sight of this orc. It's because I'm short. Leuven, as you guys are slinking along, you're fairly confident that you have not been spotted as you're coming up to one of the first buildings. Peek around the corner. You do spot between the buildings, this orc still kind of holding on to a cat. I can't see it, Leuven. Do you see her? Yeah, Elaine is playing up that cat charm, uh, trying to charm this orc that has picked her up. Get Charmin Orc. She's getting the chin scratches, though. That's more than I thought would happen. Demean stares at you, Luvin, and just like confused, and then looks back towards Elaine, like slightly concerned look. 
What? Have you never pet a cat? I mean, they, they, they love the chin scratches. They start purring. It's it's a thing. That's fine and all, but we gotta figure out how to get her out of there. Maybe she'll get herself out of there. She might be rage-filled, but she is getting chin scratches and looks it back at Leuven. So, since we're kind of, like, much closer to town, have we noticed the banners and stuff that basically call this place a- Yes, you now notice that it does- this is the Nightmare Skull Clan. Since this is the Nightmare Skull Clan, and they're walking towards that large building, might be taking her to the Ancestral Heart, which is exactly where we wanted to avoid. I never really pictured the Ancestral Heart being in this nice little cozy town. I thought it'd be more like a, a lair, you know? Spikes everywhere. Weird. So speaking of that, Elaine, mm-hmm. as you are approaching this main building, you do know there are several markings indicating that it is Nightmare Skull Clan. You notice by the entranceway seem to be kind of more as decoration, but like various scraps of broken weapon and armor and a, f- a few bones. But there's an implication that like, oh, this is like the stronghold. This is a powerful area as you are approaching that building. Are you doing anything else? Because she is clearly just continuing to walk straight towards this building. Um, You do see two orc guards up front. I would kind of go completely limp in her grasp and give her the biggest, saddest cat eyes. It looks like she's just didn't happen to be looking at you at that moment as you are giving giant eyes and she's staring towards the door. She speaks in orcish for a moment. One of the guards responds and then gestures for her to go inside. Luvin Orc, you see they head up to the building. She seems to pause for a moment to speak to the two orcs just outside. You're still fairly confident you are hidden using the various homes and buildings as cover. But after a moment, you do see that this one orc walks into the main building with the cat. Okay, they took her inside a building. That's probably not so good. Maybe we should observe it for a moment while we plan our next move. Yeah, so I'm seeing, it looks like two guards outside, and there's still some people walking around, but mostly the, the orcs are focused on the wall still, I think, so that's good. We could take him if we had to, but gotta be honest, it's still not gonna be great. So does it look like there's a way to kind of approach closer to this building, like hiding behind the other houses and trying to keep ourselves concealed overall? It's a bit open directly around it, but you might be able to sneak across and behind it. Right now you notice from the angle that you're at, you're kind of looking at the side, you notice there's a couple of open windows towards the front of the building, but there's none along the sides. We can try and approach on the side, get a closer look, better assess the situation. At the very least, the closer we are, the quicker we can react when something changes, so yeah. If we're getting this close, I'm using my other spell. That's a good idea. And Demean focuses and releases Pass Without a Trace. So, Leuven and Auric, I need another stealth check from you with a plus 10. 17. 18. So you guys sneak up closer. The orcs don't seem to be particularly perceptive. So, Elaine, you walk in to see a fairly simple circular room, windows only facing towards the front. There are what look to be several rooms towards the back of this one, but you can't see beyond them as there are curtains that have the symbol of the Nightmare Skull Clan covering the entranceways. Off to your left, on the side of the room, you notice what seems to be a large table with what looks like carved figurines and various papers like scattered across it and several chairs kind of surrounding the table. You see a couple of orcs over there talking in orcish and studying the table. 
Across from you, however, directly across from the entrance, you see two large, roughly carved stone thrones. And you notice around them what seems like weaponry and couple of skulls stacked atop it, as well as several gems and such surrounding the armrests of the two thrones. On them, you see two orcs. One of them is a male orc, seated, looks very large still, particularly in your tiny cat form. And you notice dark green skin, but he only has one single large tusk on his right side. The other orc is a woman, looks more slight of build, but extremely athletic looking and you notice uh, again like kind of a lighter greenish greenish gray skin smaller tusks on her but long dreads of hair that fall about halfway down her back you notice beside her there are several javelins kind of tucked next to her throne as well as each of them seems to have a great axe that is lying beside their thrones so you are brought in and there's a brief moment elaine Particularly considering your connection with spirits, you see kind of bluish, translucent forms of humanoid-esque figures that seem to appear for a moment and disappear around the two figures on the throne. Glasha walks about halfway into the room and then bows slightly, speaks in orcish for a moment, then points at you. I will just hang there looking at them, taking it all in, looking as normal cat-like for the moment while I kind of assess the room. The male orc is leaning back. He seems relaxed and he just looks over to the female orc who is like, has a very casual, relaxed pose on the throne. Seems almost out of place. Like she's not used to actually sitting on a throne, but there is like an air of extreme confidence from both of them. The female orc just goes, you can stop now. I would kind of tug away from Glasha's hand as I transform back then to myself, and I'm assuming she'll let me go. She will. All right. Uh, as she lets me go, I will. I'll bow. Glasha looks real confused, and Glasha's like looking at you, looking at the two orcs on the thrones, looking back at you. The orc woman just goes, "You can go, Glasha. Thank you." I would give just a, a nod to Glasha, kind of over my shoulder. She nods, confused, back, and just. As she's walking away, you see kind of her shake her head like, what is going on? So the the male orc just goes, so what are you doing on our lands? Passing through. You didn't properly introduce yourself to us. You're right. So rude of you. I'm very sorry. And I will at that point, you know, just do a very polite bow. I am Elaine Fox. Elaine Fox. Glasha told us about you and your allies, friends, compatriots. All of the above, yes. Where are they? Why are you traveling alone? Well, I'm sure they're nearby. I am not traveling alone. I intend to meet up with them after I hope we can have a discussion. Where are you traveling to? We're traveling west. He looks over at uh, the female orc. And what are you hoping to find west? I'm not sure, but I'm confident that there is trouble brewing in the West, and we are hoping to mitigate some of the damages that could come to our people in the future. You must have an idea of what this trouble is. The most I know is they appear to be monstrosities or aberrations, but beyond that, I can only speak to rumors. No hard evidence. 
the male orc still kind of is looking towards the the woman and she just looks back at him and uh whispers something in orcish briefly before turning back to you monstrosities and aberrations i'm surprised you didn't say demons it's nothing i have seen directly with my own eyes i wish to we wish to investigate further she closes her eyes briefly for one moment and when she opens them you see like a hint of blue before they revert back to the dark black that her pupils are you know i was hoping that you would politely just come into town and see us i really didn't want to have to send all of my people out to help guide you here we weren't sure of a welcome we would receive it's been quite a mixed bag as far as guardians and other beings in the woods have been treating us i mean if you're as rude to them as you were to us to not even simply announce your presence and your intention to walk across our lands my apologies we err on the side of caution we're trying to keep the targets off our back while we travel we have no qualms with you we barely know who you are other than what glosh has told us why would you think we would have a target on your back again we don't know you any more than you know us unfortunately perhaps we could change that perhaps how close are your friends to my knowledge they're outside town somewhere can you collect them i could so let me see if i understand this correctly you are traveling through to deal with some vague threat to the west that may disturb your way of life correct i have family and i wish to protect lands before things could spiral further into where they would be in harm's way so assessing a so- you know a source of problem would be a start and then preventing or blocking the spread further would be our goals what do you propose to stop him with by him i think you mean the champion big smile on her face that i am not sure of as i have not seen nor met him perhaps he is as civil as you are and we could just have a she just laughs and the uh the male orc also just kind of like big deep just chuckling civil is uh not a word to describe him i mean he's perfectly pleasant when he is getting what he wants but that one we do not lock tusks with he has our respect you have yet to earn it perhaps that could change i'm not asking for an alliance i'm just asking for safe passage for me and my friends prove your strength you and your friends can have safe passage we have some information that you might be interested in hearing but i would prefer to have my companions here with me as we deliver the information the woman gestures to two of the orcs that are by the table and just says something in orcish then turns back to you they'll escort you northward you get in touch with your friends tell them that it is safe they will escort you back here where we can talk peacefully about the challenge you must overcome if you want safe passage through our lands oh just similar to how glasha had done her bow i am doing my best to mimic you notice the one thing with with glasha is when she did the bow she made a point of like she didn't break eye contact with them okay i would do that maintaining eye contact with the female when you do that you know she smiles and then i guess i would stand up and i mean are the orcs trying to like grab me to walk me out or they just nope they're just standing on either side you notice they're um they're well armored well equipped but okay i will just walk out full-on confident <laughs> like and start heading to the north kind of where i assumed the party would have made it around to just before you leave there's a bit 
a moment. I stop and turn around. How should we inform Glasha on picking up that bit of wool without summoning more of those sheep? I'll uh, pull out the drawstring bag and just show it. As long as it's not in touch with skin, it will stop producing. A simple bag around it would work. She nods. The two orcs beside you seem to get the cue and continue to kind of gesture you out. And that's where we're going to leave the story today. Leuven reflects on this adventure in a letter to one of his pen pals. Two, Tethys Cromdell, Mataker, Kingdom of Salada, Nebrasil Network Standard Shipping, from Leuven Cromdell. Six, Leif Nui, year 322. Hi, sis. I've got a couple more drawings for you. One is for a blueprint for a super secret project I've been working on. We defeated a bronze golem last month. Nasty thing. Likes its foes extra crispy. Everyone made it out okay, other than a few nightmares. And we got to keep the construct's core. The core ended up becoming a central component of my next creation, which may just be my greatest to date. My name for this masterpiece in the making is also scrawled out there on the blueprint. I'm so excited about the name, as I really think it evokes the majesty of what I'll be able to do if it operates as designed. The second sketch speaks for itself. Bunny barding. We're spending this evening with some rabbits to hide from dangerous top-of-the-food-chain-style predators. So I think you can see where I'm going with this. Auric couldn't contain his passion for forging, so he outfitted a whole legion of armored little fuzzy hoppers. Aren't they just the cutest darn things you've ever seen? One final enclosure is a sanitized copy of this letter. You know, for the folks. I realize it's been far too long since I last wrote the whole family. Uh, so here's a nice calming version without all the near-death experiences and whatnot. I hope the half-truth brings them some comfort about my adventuring. Now, you take care of the younger Cromdell kids, okay? Nithril's gonna need a patient teacher like you for some chores soon, and trust me, Tannel will be there before you know it. With love, Big Bro. Hey, thank you all for listening. Please share this with your friends and follow us on Twitter at Rules As Written or check out our website, dndraw.com. And feel free to email any questions to the DM at dm at dndraw.com. Also, subscribe and leave us a review or comment anywhere podcasts are found. Please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash dndraw. Be sure to tune in next time to see what nonsense we get up to.